Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast is brought to you by our original I Am A Sewing Machine t-shirt. If you want to support Sewing Out Loud and tell the world that you are a sewing machine, go to SewHere.com slash I Am A Sewing Machine and use code MACHINE to get 10% off your t-shirt. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm Zidi Donahue. And we're going to just do a little feel free to compliment me about me. Uh, <laughs> and Imagine that coming up. I know. Well, you, you know, I didn't call the aerial episode, your aerial costume, like a feel free to compliment me No, episode. I noticed that. I can't. I guess I can go back and change it. <laughs> Leave it alone. In case you didn't know that you were supposed to feel, you were getting so much love in that Facebook group. What you Facebook know, group? Our Facebook group. Uh, when when we were posting about your aerial stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, our best performing Instagram post ever was when you came down in your unfinished costume in your moccasins. Yeah, I know. No, I've never got... It was yeah. like 700 likes. Really? On Instagram. So I've I never need to wear many. more moccasins and sequins together. I don't know if I posted it. You know, it was like the perfect combination of like you and, and the a time Christmas of day. tree and the time. <laughs> of, yeah, the time of day posting time. I don't know what happened. It was like our our best performing Instagram post. So I I don't. That was it was magical. So anyway, I'm just saying. I think you you've been complimented now. I've been complimented on this, too, because I posted all about this as this was going on. You posted so. about your stuff? <laughs> yes. Mallory posted about her stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh, Mom was shopping for her aerial fabric, and we mentioned this last time. Actually, I was not. I was just shopping. You were just shopping? Yes. Oh, okay. For shiny I stuff. can't remember. Oh, actually, I went in to get, um, you know just thought of something we didn't talk about Uh-oh. didn't talk about the built-in bra in my costume oh well. anyway <laughs> i went in to get bra cups ah, I that see. i never used i bought them <laughs> and i bought a whole bunch of other stuff but i never even did used you like bra butcher cups. another bra i butchered a bra butchered a bra okay I butchered a bra. bra butchering is a good bar bra, bra butchering is like the best that should be an like i love a, bra butchering okay i feel bad though that when all these people are making these bras and i'm butchering bras I don't ever get rid of bras. It's like one or the other, I feel like. I feel like we're making, you know, we're like. You're making it or making you're it checking or you're it like or pillaging it. it up. Yeah. What, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy this bra and cut the crap out of it and it's cover right. it in fabric. Actually, it was, <laughs> actually okay, it was actually one of Hillary's bras uh-huh. that I butchered. And I it wasn't quite my size. So yeah. I knew that I could, like, push the boobs together a little bit more, and I was taking the back off. So it worked out. Right, right. Yeah. Um, okay, so I will – let's talk about this this outfit that I that I made myself. It just 
I wore it to a few things over the weekend, but one of them was your aerial performance because I was the MC. Right. Okay. And so the theme was winter. And when you had been shopping and you showed me this fabric, it was that mesh with the sequin sewn to it. And I said, Oh, is it four way stretch? And you said, Yes. And I was like, Oh my, I want to make tights out of it. Mm-hmm. I want to make myself sparkly tights because I've been so inspired by, um, like a lot of the stuff I see in the lingerie addict group and they'll have a lot of like sparkly socks and yeah. things like that. And I was like, if it's four-way stretch, I can make tights. I can make right. footed tights and it can be so much fun. Uh, and so I just want to make sure it was stretchy enough because I have tried to make – I tried to make tights one time out of a of a stretch lace and it had a bit of give vertically. But well, you have to be careful about – Laces Laces hard. and knits. Yes. People will think – Oh, here's this great vertical stretch, and then they'll go and they'll check the horizontal stretch, and it will give a little. Yeah. Well, everything gives a little, right? And, you know, it it doesn't mean it's really a stretch. Well, this, so this one and lace a, is really deceiving. Yeah, it had a horizontal stretch and a vertical stretch, well, or right. whatever, however I cut it out, and it kind of worked, but they were they were restrictive, and I was like, this isn't this isn't good. So anyway, I was so excited that you told me that it was like actually, right. you know, when a you're making stretch. something to be a second layer of skin, it's got to have a lot yeah. of give. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was super excited. I want to make tights. I had redrafted my leggings pattern. Uh, you know, weight shifting or, you know, whatever. I hadn't drafted, I hadn't redrafted in a long time and what I was wearing. But you had made a successful pair of <clears throat> tights out of mesh. Yes, 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 absolutely. No, I'd made other successful pairs of uh, tights. They just weren't exciting. <laughs> they weren't it's as exciting as these were going to be. So I was excited to make an exciting pair of tights. And um, anyway, so... I redrafted my leggings pattern, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just, you know, go ahead and put my foot on these and, and cut them out. I do. I want the seam to go up the back, like a pair of tights and everything. And I'm I'm cutting these out. Well, and you'd bought the fabric, and you ended up, you were going to use some for your aerial costume, okay? The, I, the blue. I, I think I already had. And But before we I cut think. it, you'd said, oh, are you going to have enough for your tights? And I held up my leggings pattern. I said, yeah, look how short my legs are. <laughs> okay. And I knew that I didn't want the sequins to go all the way up, like, on my butt and in the crotch And that's something that everybody needs to take note of here. This is a good ZD note. Think when you're when you're using a fabric, any sort of fabric that you're that is not a nice smooth fabric, if it's got a sequin on it or some sort of embellishment, think about how you're going to sit in it and yeah. how it's going to feel and what it's going okay, to but do. Okay, I, I want to cut. We'll we'll kind of get to that too. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we you were done with your aerial costume. I believe. No. Yeah. No, I didn't need any more. Um, I, I use like. You, you didn't use yeah. any at all. And we were just right. like, it's fine. And that's not really the crux of the issue yeah. here. But I don't anyway. even think I used a half a yard on my aerial costume. So what I cut out of this fabric was really just like from the thigh down or like not not even mid-thigh because I don't have enough thigh to like do things at mid-thigh, you know, <laughs> right below the crotch seam of the leggings. Um, and I cut it out and I sewed up the back seam of the leg so like they'd be thigh highs at this point sort of and mm-hmm. I tried it on and I thought why are these so short mm-hmm. oh it's, it's gonna be okay maybe when I get the foot on I get the other stuff and they'll kind of stretch a little bit which is stupid because our leggings don't have a bunch of negative ease that way it's meant to actually fit your leg and not rely on negative ease which is a good thing right right so I actually do cut out the shorts 
like the top part of the tights, the leggings, and I construct all of this. So I have a pair of there's no there's no bottom of the foot in them yet, and I try them on again, and they're like five inches too short. You know, it's coming up like to mid calf where like it should go to my heel, and I'm like, what is going on? And I remeasure my pattern, and I do not know what. I was on. I don't know. Maybe you'd been spraying a bunch of glue up here. Yeah, it was. I want everyone to know that we don't really know what happened, but I know it was my fault. Uh, No, no, it wasn't your fault because I want to. I want to make it very clear that ZD shows you the proper way to measure your freaking leg by yourself in the made to measure leggings class. And I remeasured, and I had. I it was wrong. It was so wrong. And ZD's got a great tip, so I just want to say. Yes, I have a footnote here. Ha ha ha. Ha. I just want to say. I, so I drafted the pattern, and somehow, I don't left know. Left out five inches. Left out five inches. I wonder if it was when I was going from, like, sort of thigh, hip to knee, knee to ankle. Or did, and or, did you flip your measuring tool or something? Yes, yes, something like that. Left out five inches. One flipped. time Mallory measured my bust, and between my upper bust and my, um, re, you know, Midline bust. bust bust measurement. She got a difference of twenty two inches or something. I said I don't think that's right. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that story. Okay. Uh, so anyway, anyway maybe no, it was maybe was, it was just someone that looked Hillary, like Mallory. How about Hillary telling us like her seven year old had like a forty inch waist? She did something. You know, yeah, she I, turned I, the tape yeah, measure around. I said around. turn the tape yeah, measure <laughs> the other way. She goes, oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's twenty inches instead of forty. You know, yeah, exactly. She had the sixty inch tape measure turned around. Anyway. So it was, they were too short. And I was like, I'm so upset. And this day was just so unproductive. And you know what really bugged me is I was going to have to read. So we had to listen to her vent, yeah, too. I know you, you all love this, right? No, I had to redraft the pattern. It made me procrastinate on, on it a little bit because I had to redraft the damn pattern. I was so angry. It's like, it's not just that I have to recut out a thing. I did my pattern wrong. I have to redo the pattern. Anyway. Well, and the thing about that is you really should start from ground zero because you don't know where you really made your Yeah, groove. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, Unless I you was... can really, really, really pin it down, you better just start from ground yeah. zero. Okay, so hot tip, Mom. You want to give your footnote? This is so great. So my hot tip is when you redraft a pattern. Now, <laughs> I when I draft a pattern like the leggings pattern, which I consider a sloper pattern, a basic slope, like, so every pair of leggings I have will be made eventually from this specific sloper pattern, right? Uh Uh-huh. So um, there is also a loose rule of you should probably redraft every two years or at least check Uh every two years, is this pattern still fitting me properly, right? So at my two-year, I checked to see, and I did need some... um, alterations on mine so I measurements had actually changed <laughs> things had flowed into different um you know areas or whatever sure. and I redraft right on top of my old draft so if I <laughs> if I if so I you think you're gonna make them five inches too short that's right you probably won't come up because it'll go no I did not get five inches more than likely a lot of your measurements will be the same. Yeah. Okay. And you probably, you probably your crotch curve might be the same, or something that you want to keep that you had to like work for the first time. So, if I drafted them, say in 
black ink mm-hmm. or pencil or something. The next one I I draft I do in red. Well, or okay, you, you know you can lay like tracing paper over it. You or, can lay or, tracing you know, paper, whatever. I actually, but okay, so that is my original draft. Is yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that gets rolled. That that then then after I do that, then I copy it onto tissue paper. I yeah. trace it onto tissue paper, and that particular pattern uh-huh. or original original draft that gets rolled up and put away Uh it's there for infinity okay because i may have to go back to it the tissue paper sometimes you start cutting off of tissue paper or it gets ripped or it gets misplaced this one is in the archives okay okay yeah so anyway i would have noticed i mean sometimes sometimes your length like your leg length measurement we measure sort of like the outside of the leg mm-hmm. on, in the made-to-measure leggings right. class. And that could change because, like, if your hips um, get bigger or smaller, that could change that a if little they, bit. If they change five inches in less than a year, see your doctor. <laughs> well, or, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could have gone That's through. That's a big change. It is a really big change. And I would have known that change didn't happen That's to me. That's a huge change, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, anyway, I would have, I would have, alarm bells would have gone off. So I go back to Joanne's. They have the whole, the whole bolt of fabric. I think that people are really afraid of it because. Oh, nobody buys it. Nobody. And, buys, and yeah. when you're buying it, everybody's like, what, what are, are you, you doing? Do how <laughs> do you know how to sew that? Even the person that's selling it to you or whatever. Yeah, no. Well, do you sew with this really? Have you ever made anything before? Blah, blah. Yeah. I, I go, we have a podcast. Yeah, yeah, you should listen to it. No, but people are people are always curious as to why you're buying it. So people I have to go, are always amazed. It's not cheap either. No. It's like $24 yeah, a yard it's $25 fabric. $25 a yard fabric. Now but I got, if you have a 40% off coupon. And I got it. I did. I got yeah. a coupon and everything, so I had to buy new stuff. Okay, so let's, let's move on. But I did finally get to make my tights. The shorts part, the upper part that wasn't the legs, the part that goes around like the trunk of my body – is a black knit. It's I think it's like a cotton so it's lens. Like, right. So it's like, you know, a, a bike pant. Yeah. I would call it. So when, you know. like, if I'm wearing the tights, and I showed people this all night right. long because of who I am, uh, yeah, it looks like I'm wearing little bike shorts and then I've got sparkly. Well, tights, and another thing know. is if you have a thigh rub, uh-huh. hopefully you're rubbing the non-sequin well, fabric most of the time. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully you are. So I did, I put the foot on these, okay, mm-hmm. and I made the foot, I just used our beige power shaper net. Uh-huh. If I'd had more time, if I hadn't screwed it up in the first place. And this is the bottom of the foot. This is the bottom of the foot. The sole. Yeah. So you can see on our Instagram, I've got boomerangs of like my feet moving around. So the top of my foot's all sparkly, but the bottom, you don't put sequins on the bottom of your foot. Just like you, know? you don't want to really sit on them either. Right. Yeah. So you you, I, I have that power shaper net. Now, it's it's a beige color, which is sort of close to my skin tone. If I'd really had more time, I would have taken white and, like, dyed it blue. And I wouldn't have cared if it was exactly the blue of the sequins, right. the, you know, because it's not going to match exactly. But I thought, oh, that could be kind of nice. However, if I wear a shoe that comes up around my foot, right. you don't see the bottom of it. At all. You don't really see the bottom of it. You're just standing on I it. I was wearing, yeah. and, but the shoe I was wearing was open. I don't know, like, the 
then it's, it was a pump, yeah. you know, that covered the toe, and right. the middle of my foot was kind of open. And I did kind of make sure that the sequins were rotated around and everything. But it was – actually, some of my favorite pictures of the tights are of the bottom of my foot, right. showing how that all goes together and everything. So that was really exciting. Um, I will say, though, <clears throat> and I think maybe I mentioned this in our Glitter Tolerance podcast, those sewn-on sequins, while they are lovely – they did catch on my thighs. On the inside, yeah. When I walked. Well, and they'll even catch like at your knee or something. Yes, I if mean, you cross when you're your walking. Leg right, right, right. You know, that happened. I mean, I was catching my gauntlets on my boobs. I got, you know, I got stuck costume. a couple times. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> when I first started wearing them, I got stuck more and then sequins kind of like ripped off. Right. You know, uh, I could have put a mesh there. Mm-hmm. I could have put a really thin, stretchy mesh, kind of just like applied it. To the inner thigh to keep that from happening. I didn't really have enough time. Right. But I could have done that because I think I finished the outfit like a few hours before I was going to wear it the first yeah, time. Yeah, a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, though, I call, I definitely marked those tights up as a success for sure. I love – they were so comfortable. Well – and talking about the back seam, yeah. because there's so many sequins, you couldn't you even could, tell there was a back seam. You know, that... People were like, where's, where's the, the how did those, Where's your seam? Yeah. And, uh, and people that sewed, or, uh-huh. I mean, and it, and a lot of them didn't even sew a lot, but they were just impressed. They're like, how did you make those? No, it was... Well, people were saying that about my tights. Yes. You made your own tights? Um, we're talking yes. about my tights. No, yeah. I'm just we, yeah, you could barely see the back seam. And I just wanted to say, someone complained about that in the group. They were trying to make a pair of tights where you could see they wanted the seam, the seam to right. be seen really well. Mm-hmm. And they were having trouble. And I was like, I don't know, you're going to have to do like a rolled edge with a really dark thread or something. Sometimes you have to, you, sometimes you have to actually like do an applique. Yeah, or, or, or like a. Or couch uh, something uh-huh. down to make the seam obvious. I was thinking yeah. about that. It's like you could surge in like a strip of dark Mm -hmm. fabric and it's kind of top sometimes you can just couch on like Uh you know some sort of cording but you want to make sure it stretches well i even would maybe use a little strip of power shaper now like we do in a scene sometimes you know uh so you could just search that in and turn it and top stitch it with a zigzag or you know cover stitch i don't know whatever you know whatever you got so anyway there's always a matching marker. <laughs> I was, yeah, you could just draw it up the I've back. Been, of your I've life. done that before. There you go. Uh, I was so surprised that you couldn't, you couldn't see the seam though. It right, was really, it was really fake. No, that really cool. that was a very for that's a very forgiving the sequin fabric. The fabric was cool. It was. Really I, cool. I didn't trim anything out of the seams until later when I thought yeah. maybe I would want it out or something. Um, it went through the serger great. They were tiny little donut shaped sequins. They were perfect. Um. The back of my leg was comfortable too. That yes. the seam that was sequin on sequin yeah. was a okay. No, I, um, it was very comfortable. Yeah, so I do love that. And I had those on my gauntlets. You know, I had yes. And I had did nothing to them, and they were yeah. fine, and they were tight on my arm. Okay, so let's take a break. I think the tights, the tights probably could have been their own podcast, but we're gonna take a break and come back and talk about the dress that I made. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, this ad spot is a chance for me to brag a bit. I am really proud of my I Am A Sewing Machine shirt design. The design incorporates elements of a sewing machine like a spool, a threaded needle, and a knob all within the text that tells the world that you are a sewing machine. Made from a super soft cotton and printed here in Columbia, Missouri, our I Am A Sewing Machine t-shirt is available sizes small to 4XL. And we've included garment measurements in the product description so you can get the perfect fit. It's the perfect gift for yourself or any other sewing machines in your life. The proceeds go to supporting this podcast, and you can get 10% off when you go to sewhere.com slash I am a sewing machine and use the code MACHINE, all caps. Tell the world that you are a sewing machine. And we're back. All right. Crushed velour. It's all the rage. I think it's crushed velvet. I think, think it's, it's called velour. I don't think it's... I think it's a stretch velour. If you were alive in the 70s and you knew what the velour was like, then you wouldn't call it velour. But go ahead. Okay, well, whatever. I've heard people be like, don't call that velvet because it's not velvet. Yeah. I've heard people get angry about that. Velour is a bad word. No, okay. <laughs> anyway, this... So I needed, I couldn't just wear the tights. Let's call it new millennial velour. Okay. <laughs> I think you have a millennial pink over there. Apparently millennial pink it's is a beautiful. color. Beautiful. Okay. I'm getting a leotard out of that and maybe a shirt. Stretch velvet, whatever. I needed to wear a dress. I couldn't just wear the tights to the, to any event. I can't just wear tights, unfortunately. I had to cover the top of me too. Um, so I, we have, we actually have a real velvet that's not stretch and I, Kind of had a fantasy about making like a shirt dress out I of it. I thought it was one way stretch. Do you think it's it's the it's purple? Kinda, yeah, it's one way stretch. Is it stretching yeah. a little bit? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's got a bit of give to it, but it's not like a knit. I don't know. Like it's a stretch woven. You think it's? She, Mom's just looking at me like I'm crazy. Anyway, no matter what it was, I had fantasies of making a shirt dress, but I did not really like. Things were getting down to the wire, especially since the tights got delayed because I was dumb and drafted my pattern wrong. Um, and so I needed to come up with another, like, you know, plan of action. I okay, it stretches one way. Does it, mom had to go? Does it strep, stretch on the I don't warp? Think so. Okay, it's a one way no. stretch. No, it's a one way stretch, but it's a stretch. Okay, thanks so much for going and getting that while we're podcasting. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I thought it was crazy because I was for sure it was a stretch. Okay. Anyway. Very sure. Check my crazy scale. Thanks for checking. Okay. It wasn't to prove you right or wrong. It was to decide whether I, where I was mentally. Go but ahead. But this stuff is a little older and it's not like we can get more of it. It's a really cool purple color. The, yeah, the stuff I think I've, you probably some funeral home has drapes made out. Oh, thanks ahead. a lot. Okay. All right. Didn't have time to make a shirt dress. So I was like, should I make an easy tea dress? And you were very supportive of that. And, and then we have this other velvet. 
this other stretch velvet that's this. That I bought that she for bought. myself, she of course. Herself. Okay. Okay. And there was like a one yard piece of it. So I can get an easy tea dress because I'm so short out of one yard of fabric. <laughs> I can get anything out of one yard of fabric. It's amazing. Because we're so short. Um, You know, uh, anyway. And it's 60 inches wide. So my easy tea dress didn't have very long sleeves for sure. Um, and this was stretchy, so it ha- it could have just a tad bit of negative ease in it if I wanted it to because it's stretchy. So I made an easy tea dress, and this is, going back to that Glitter Tolerance podcast, it's a stretch velvet that sort of has metallic, like, foiled upon it, yeah. you know? It's kind of a champagne color crushed velvet with this goldy, bronzy sort of metallic in it. That's why I said champagne. Yeah. There's some pinky in there. Yeah. It's not gold, gold. Right, right. Yeah. Well, when I went. It's to not the, harsh gold. So the yeah. first event I attended in it was with a bunch of artists. And they're like, oh, I can't even barely tell what color that is. That's just so interesting. That's the whole idea. Yeah. No, they, yeah. Loved, they loved it. Right. They were like, this is. And it's very neutral, actually. Yeah, like this yeah. is an interesting, you know, color. Right. Okay. So I make the easy tea dress out of it. Um, and Did we decide that it ombreed with that, or was it throughout pretty? I think it was it, evenly it was, spaced. Okay, that was a different fabric I was yeah. thinking about. Yes, I think okay. it was evenly spaced. Yes, I have another fabric that's ombreed with the gold. Okay. So sewing this crushed velvet stuff, I don't know. It's no problem on the serger. I don't have a problem with it on the sewing machine. Like, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's hard to keep it from shifting. I really don't find that. I feel like once you put it together, it kind of like sticks to itself mm-hmm. so once you get exactly. it positioned you know like i didn't pin my seams you know? i like to cut it with wrong sides together yeah because it does sticks, it sticks and then it you can't reposition it right yeah now i did i made it a little tighter than my woven easy tees i i incorporated a little bit of negative ease into it because i liked that you know um and then i finished it with a cover stitch okay and I did it so that the loopers were showing on the outside. And I put two metallic threads through my cover stitch looper. Okay. So two threads through one looper. It was um, like a bronzy metallic and a gold metallic. So I've got, you know, this color blending going on. And when I was testing, because we always test, right, I tried to put machine embroidery thread in the needles and do cover stitching with machine embroidery thread in the needles metallic embroidery thread in the cover stitch looper through this crushed velvet and it was not working for was me it, okay so was the machine embroidery thread breaking no oh. it was like things were slipping it wasn't wanting oh. to catch okay um was and, it polyester yeah it was thread? all floriani okay. right. um so it was just not wanting to catch and i thought i wonder if i put normal serger thread in it right. if it'll just go and it, did. and it did and it just fixed the problem i mean i could have worked harder i could have you know troubleshot some more or whatever but it it didn't change the look of it it right. still gave me the look i liked and i just felt like that maybe that poly uh embroidery thread was too, too slick, slick mm-hmm. with yeah. everything that was going on i don't know like i said could have tried out some other things but finished everything off with a cover stitch and it was fine um and i think i looked amazing got pictures you can look at them however i want to address something about this crushed velvet okay (laughs) it was fine except when i put on my coat and i went out and walked around it crawled up on my coat inside your coat inside of my coat so let me make this clear if i walk 
in just the stretch velvet dress with nothing on the outside of it, it doesn't ride up. But when I put my coat on, it's like it was like spider legs. It like crawled up the coat. And I was so it wa- had a grip to it. Yeah, I was walking to my car and I was like, my butt is showing right now. <laughs> now, this may not have been as apparent if it was a longer dress. It was right. a really short dress. Right. It was like as short as I felt comfortable right. making it. And so then I wore like a sweater. So that was a slick coat. It was a puffy, it's a puffy right. coat. So it's slick. I tried to wear a sweater. Nope. Still got the riding up. <laughs> I put my backpack on over it to walk across the room and it rode up on the backpack. So heads up if you make don't your, sandwich that no, stuff yeah if you make i think it was really maybe kind of particular to like the length of this garment like it, it, the fact that it the it was a dress you know i don't think a skirt maybe would ride up in the same way because it couldn't because i think the part of the dress that was up on my torso was coming into contact with the coat and kind of crawling up vertically you know so you could you, you know make yourself a stretch velvet skirt make yourself a stretch velvet dress etc etc but yeah it was crawl it was crawling up on me I don't think I would have I don't notice the same thing with a shirt because the shirt's not trying to cover my butt while I'm in tights <laughs> but yeah it was a real challenge it was a real challenge yeah. I do I, I PSA everybody <laughs> this was a problem <laughs> well I do want to say something about using the easy tea uh-huh. Um, for your pattern and for you know the design of this dress, and you just recently posted a um, hack we had on M two M leggings, and you were wearing an easy tee, and you got all these compliments. Oh, I want the shirt, the shirt. I want to make the shirt. What's the shirt? And everybody's like, well, it's the easy tee. And then of course the um, this dress was basically an easy tee extended. Yep. Right, so that you could wear it as a dress. And what I want people to take note of here is that the fabric spoke the language of the design Mm -hmm. okay it didn't need to be complicated it didn't need to be a button-down shirt it didn't need to have this or that or anything you know you put a little um spice in your hemming using (laughs) using your metallic threads right with your cover stitch that kind of thing but the fabric was spoke loud enough it didn't need a whole lot of detail. Right. Well, I want to say, too, that the the photo you're talking about that I just posted, you know, right. is this linen cotton. It's a beautiful fabric. And then I make a stretch velvet one. Like, right. the, the easy tee, once you get it, like, a good basis for it. And, uh, you know, I need to do this, but it's really hard to write a blog post about how to make a knit easy tee. Because... There's so many ways to do it because there are so many situations you can get into. Like when you say make something out of a knit, the word knit encompasses so many different things. You know, and we've talked about this. The way patterns are written, they're written for a certain fabric. Right. You know, and wovens don't stretch. Okay. And and we say in the easy tea class to make it out of a drapey fabric, you know, for – for good reason. But then when you go into knit land, so like what I do, I guess I'll just write a blog post real quick that says this. I cut out my knit easy tee like I would my woven. Right. That's then what I, I would try do. it on and I take it up if I want right. to. And some knits I don't take it up and some knits I do. I'm wearing a Liverpool knit easy tee right now. 
And I don't think I took it up anymore. It's a more stable knit. Right. Okay, but some... Well, it's also not as drapey. That's right. Right. So if it's a knit that's like drapier or Mm -hmm. a knit that kind of really relaxes on your body or puts weight on itself, you know, sometimes I'll take those up a little more. Right. There was an an easy tee we made. Oh, and sometimes on a knit, I'll cut the neckline a little higher because, you know, the neckline will want to grow a bit too. So there's that. Okay, well, there's my blog post, I guess, that I've been putting off for like three years. (laughs) Well, and I think that people just really misunderstand knits. A lot. I, 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 mean, I can. just, yeah, absolutely. I, and don't think because you've dealt with one knit that you know knits. You know, they are very characteristic. Or that someone can, you know, so there's a good thing to say. Right. Just because you've dealt with one doesn't mean you know how to deal with them all. But also, someone can't give you advice that encompasses all knits. Like That's that, right. That That's is right. where I have struggled. It, it's just like someone can't encompass. This all goes together. Yeah, this right, all starts, right. This this snowballs into information yes. <laughs> that you can't give it give enough information. So, I cut this T-shirt out of a knit. It fit me. Then I cut it out of this knit, and it didn't fit me. Oh, my girlfriend cut the T-shirt out of the same knit, but it didn't fit her at all. That's right. Yep. You know, there there's lots of variables. Or people in there. say, oh. Well, if you're going to do that, size up. And I'm like, you don't know what size they chose in yes, the first place. Yes, Hold on. Yes, pause. Yes. When people say, <laughs> oh, I had to make this pattern, but I had to size up. So size up. No, you don't know that. Yeah, you just, you just don't know. And you, you don't, don't know. know where that person lands in the in fitting the of that range. garment. And it, even if they're the same measurement. This is like when people in my financial groups will say, like, what should I do with this bonus? And everybody's like. Well, what's your situation? Yes. Is this a, a bonus that's 5% of your income or 40% of your income? Or is it, or do you have student loan debt or do you have credit card debt? Or you, oh, you you plan to travel? Like, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Anyway. You have student loan debt and you want to buy a racehorse? Not a good idea. Well, right. you know, so here, you know, it's just funny because it's, it's like a really similar thing. Yeah. You know, uh, almost that I see. So we, we need all the information. Uh, you can't just. Yeah, tell anyone to size up. And I wouldn't tell. But what you say about cutting it, Uh like it, you know, cutting the way it comes, not assuming it needs to be smaller. And even though you didn't cut it smaller for this knit, then you used another knit and you wound up taking it up a little bit. And I did because they drape differently. It just draped differently. Okay, that's for any pattern. And like like you said, even if it's a pattern for a knit, I always try stuff on because the different fabrics will make a difference you know how many leotards have i made yeah and i mean in the past year let's not talk about those ones uh, okay. i found that were 20 years Before old. i'm like look here's my old leotard pattern look it's 2009 and mallory goes that's 20 years ago no, 1999 or, or, 1999 yeah ago, right or it was 2000 i said it's 2000 that's it's what it 2000 was. Yeah, yeah that's 20 years goes, ago there that's we go. 20 yeah. years ago mom and i'm like oh yeah i guess it is but uh, um I I put on that leotard every time before I finish the neckline yeah, and the legs. Always. Every time. I'm just I just it's it's a different fabric. I try I on probably, my leggings. I probably sewed it different. 
I don't know. I, I try everything on except maybe an apron. Yeah. I mean, I just try everything. I was making headbands for Christmas, and I'm trying them on. Well, I was like, I'm just in this habit. And I always think about this. Like, I, I think about someone, like, what someone's feedback would be. And they're like, well, what if I'm sewing for someone else, like, for a present? And right. I can't try it on them. It's like, well, you can't try it on them. And you couldn't try the ready-made thing on in the store on them before right. you could right. do it either. So that's just the reality. Right. So okay. you make them something that you don't have to worry about well, a perfect or you just or do your best. You do your best and tell them you're all certain and you that don't, you will alter it. Or, yeah, and you don't get super upset about like the 100% perfect fit because that does, right. that's not available and ready to wear. Okay, right. you know. Right. So Absolutely. anyway, <clears throat> now if you were like giving someone a custom fitted garment, that's a different story. But, you know, that's why that's why PJ pants are great. That's why <laughs> Right. Things like that <clears throat> that, you know, as long as you can get into them, you're happy. Well, like, it's so it, it doesn't funny. have to be the perfect okay, fit and I, you're wearing them in the house. Maybe this will be the last tangent of the podcast, but you see ads where people are wearing a knit t-shirt and I'll see that like the sleeve cap doesn't start at the 100% perfect right. place or someone posts in the group and but they are smiling and they've got their t-shirt on and they're That's like right. look at my freaking t-shirt and everybody's like great but then someone will make themselves a t-shirt and they'll be like oh my gosh it's off a little bit and I'm, I'm like you know it's more about how it feels it's about how you feel about it yeah yes. i mean you know, okay, you don't want to look maybe, like, ridiculous or something. Right. But, you know, if you like it and you like moving around in it, there's there aren't these other standards that you have to put on it. Now, I'm not saying that I don't judge in my brain when I look at something and say, oh, well, maybe the neckline's a little wide on that. Well, you or know, you say, I, you oh, know, I wouldn't uh, want that <laughs> off my shoulders like yeah, that. Yeah, or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. You know, those thoughts go through my mind when I see, you know, garments sometimes. But, yeah, it's just... You know, kind of try and let that go a little bit. I guess I need to write my EZT blog post um, that I just dictated <laughs> for this. In yeah, this you have to re-listen. You have yeah. to listen to this now. Cut so. it out. Take it up if you want it. Bye. Cut the neckline a little what, higher. What? Oh, was it Fred that? Oh, do we have to? We haven't oh, shouted out Fred in a Fred? couple episodes. Fred, I haven't. Hi, Fred. I haven't said anything about you Hi, in like Fred. two or three episodes. I know. But she had said something about a blog <laughs> post and how hysterical it was. Yeah. I had to go back and listen to it. You mean a podcast? A podcast. What did I say? A you said blog post. Yeah. Oh, oh, did like, I? Whatever. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, it was the one where um, she accused us of having partaken in alcohol or something before we started. She said, mm -hmm. and I did not. I I had to go <laughs> listen to it, but everybody was quoting it on um, <clears throat> social media and had a good time, and I listened to it. And no, we're like that all the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You are, you've already defended yourself yeah, against we are. these accusations. We're just like that. Okay. No, no, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I'm just saying we are like that. Yes. I'm not defending anything. I'm just saying we don't we don't need to partake. We're just like that. Okay. Well, everybody, um, I actually, this is the first podcast of 2020. The new decade? Yes, the new decade. It's the 20s, y'all. Wow. Okay. Uh, so we're we're happy to have you. Um, we hope that you. Oh my gosh. Are you? Mom's having a real. She's like. Well, you know. I'm like a mid-century relic, so it's really. You're really old. Yeah. I mean. Wow. Yeah. No. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> this is my new decade too. You know, like I started a new decade just a couple months ago. Yeah. You know, so it's, I entered my. My fourth That's decade. because you were born in a in year a that ended in yeah. a nine. So yes. I start new decades the same time everyone else starts new decades, too. 
All right, everybody. Have a, we're, we're excited to get into the new year with you. Um, and yeah, ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.